0: Alright, here we go! What's up everybody? Welcome to the podcast, episode 64. We're having a little technical difficulties tonight. I accidentally deleted my fucking overlays and all my pictures and everything, so I didn't fucking check it before the goddamn show started. So we're already fucked. What you gonna do? It's Monday! Hope you guys had a fucking good weekend. I'm sorry that I did not do a show Friday. Man, I've had a bad fucking week. It's just icing on the goddamn cake. I've been in the hospital all week with a friend. So, having some issues, and so I've been trying to help them work that shit out. And uh, that's why I haven't released the new religious bullshit video yet. That's part of the reason. So, hopefully, I get that out Monday. Not Monday, Wednesday. It's only a week behind. So, if you think about it, for me, that's like two weeks early. Seriously. So, just lucky I'm doing anything. What is up, my fucking hair? Don't know what the fuck is happening here in my life. God damn it. Fuck everything about this. I don't know, dudes. Let's just see what the fuck happens. Anyway, got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Fucking packed as shit. Got a week's worth of shit to talk about. Gonna talk about all the... Open up, motherfucker. Gonna talk about all this shit. So I'm gonna have to talk like 100 miles an hour to get through all this shit. Hopefully we can fucking get through it. But before we begin, again, as always, you want to support the show, please consider becoming a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Codcast. We're still at $822. That's what we were last week, so we haven't had any advancement this week. So if you'd like to help the show out, would like to see me to continue to do this instead of having to go work at Walmart, please consider supporting me. A dollar or two a month really helps, and most of the money I get goes to the Humanist Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we rescue cute little dogs and kittens that are about to be put down. So we fucking rock! And uh, also, Super Chats! You guys know how the Super Chats work, right? No questions dodged. Every question answered. Lifeblood of the show. Super chat, so make sure you super chat me throughout the show, I'll read every fucking message on the air, and uh, it's a great way to fucking support the show, and also, right now, like the fucking video, why have you not liked the video, if you're not gonna like it, at least, unlike it, you know, a down vote is better than nothing, up vote is better, but, uh... and also, be sure to chat in the fucking chat, because we talk to you guys continuously throughout the show, and we're looking for cool comments and shit to read, so be sure that you fucking chat at me, let me put it over here so I can actually see it. It's not blocked by my fucking microphone and I don't have my glasses in, so I can barely see, but I'll squint in my eyes and fucking read it. Uh yeah, hopefully my friend will get better. We're working on it. We've made progress, so I decided to do the show tonight, so it can't be uh can't be that bad. Why do I support a rape defender? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but uh I'm sure we could work it out, whatever the fuck you're talking about. Um What's up, John Smith? How you doing? Transgender isn't a verb. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, got that daddy here, Dusty. I know what the fuck is happening right now. Fuck. Like, I went in, I shaved, and I did everything right. I'm getting fat. I gained, like, 10 fucking pounds. I'm a goddamn vegetarian. You're supposed to fucking lose weight when you're a vegetarian, but hell no. Dusty getting chubby, so now I'm on a diet again. I decided I'm going to just lose 30 fucking pounds, dude. I've been meaning to lose, like, 20 pounds for a while, and now I gained 10 pounds, and so I can lose 30, because, uh, fuck everything about this existence. So, anyway. Guess we're gonna go ahead and get started with the fucking show because we got so much shit to cover. Gonna start out talking about the uh, Dave Chappelle situation. Uh, don't know if you guys watched the Dave Chappelle special, the controversial Dave Chappelle special. But anyway, uh, he mentioned in the special that he had a transgender friend that he runs his jokes by, and his friend was laughing louder than anybody, which is basically the equivalent to me of a racist saying, "Hey." i'm not racist for making black jokes i have a black friend and i run all my jokes by my black friend and my black friend laughs at my racist jokes harder than anybody so i don't gonna be a racist so that's basically dave chappelle defending himself from his stupid hacky ass not racist transphobic jokes which you know they're jokes. Like I've said before, folks, I don't really have much problem with jokes as long as nobody pretends like they're anything more than jokes. The problem is when, like, conservatives, which they did after his stand-up special, were writing articles going, oh my god, Dave Chappelle's a genius! This is incredibly true, biting social commentary that'll change the world! And I'm like, what? Nah, dude, it's just jokes. As long as you just say it's jokes and I'll say it's jokes and nobody has to, like, take it too seriously. But the moment you start taking it seriously, then I have to take it seriously, that you're taking it seriously and explain to you, nah, dude, nah. It's it's not biting social commentary. It's not true. And if you take this shit seriously, it actually is harmful to the trans community. Which we'll explain why in a minute. You can say, Destiny, how are Jay Chappelle's jokes harmful to the trans community? Okay, well, I'll explain it to you, you know. And... uh. Before I even started this show, people were already mad at me. They were like, Dusty, I'm unsubbing for you, man. I thought you were cool, but now you're blaming Dave Chappelle for this trans woman's suicide? No, I'm not blaming Dave Chappelle for this trans woman's suicide. Good Lord. Fuck, dude. If you guys are so reactionary that you're going to be offended and unsub for me before you even hear a fucking word I have to say about this shit, then you fucking should unsub to me. Please, immediately fucking unsub to me because you're exactly the type of people I've been trying to purge. For my fucking fan base. For years now. Okay. If you're that fucking small minded. That you can't even wait. To see what I have to fucking say. Not blaming Dave Chappelle. In fact Dave Chappelle was. You know. Kind to this woman. He was supportive of her. And they were friendly. And she defended him. To my knowledge. Dave Chappelle had nothing to do. With her death whatsoever. But. The fact that she committed suicide is a teachable moment. We're going to go over why, so just let me fucking explain it. Don't get your panties in a goddamn wad until like, I fucking talk about it. And then if y'all probably like say, then sure, we can joggle back and forth and have some conversation about it. It's all good, right? So we'll get in on it. So this transgender actress, her name was Daphne Dorman. And uh, he referenced her and I guess they said it was an Easter egg in his show. And basically he was saying that, She laughed the loudest at my jokes. So, you know, it can't be bad if a transgender person is laughing the loudest at my jokes. And uh, and she actually uh, went public. I actually read her tweets, and she was basically very supportive of Dave. She was like, Dave is a genius. I didn't have any problem with his transgender jokes whatsoever. That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to make fun of everybody equally. And, you know, that's fine. Um, but, but why is this a why is this even mentioned? Why are we even talking about Dave Chappelle when this woman committed suicide? Well, it's important for this reason. Now, it's completely fine that this woman had no problem with Dave Chappelle's jokes. That's absolutely fine. It didn't seem to have any effect on our life, negatively, as far as she could tell, and so she supported him. But while it's completely fine that she has that opinion, and it's also fine for other trans people to have the opinion that the stuff he is saying is making their lives worse and causing harm to their lives. And whether you agree with them or not, whether you agree with them or not, it's perfectly fine for them to have this opinion without you just trying to shut them up by saying, "Oh my God, it's just jokes, you fucking snowflake." You guys are offended by everything. No, dude, we have a right to talk about it. We have a right to explain the other side of it and how this kind of stuff is harmful to the trans community. So let's start with Dave Chappelle's long history of making insensitive trans jokes. Right? It didn't just start with this latest. Netflix special, you know, he's been doing it for a long time. Um, He did one back in, I guess, 2018 called Equanimity, where he made all kinds of trans jokes. And according to Dave Chappelle, uh, being transgender is a hilarious predicament. It's hilarious when it's not happening to him, according to him, but... When you say stuff like that it makes a joke out of it, right? It's you know, your situation is funny. It's something to be made fun of. And to a lot of transgender people it's not funny. Their situation is not funny. It's you know, it's it's very hurtful. It's hard. And not not just hard because they feel like they were born in the wrong bodies and not just because of the own mental anguish they're going through, but how the outside world treats them over this. And a big part of the reason the outside world treats them the way they are treated is because their situation is turned into a joke. We're taught by comedians, and this stuff is filtered into the mainstream society where you see this stuff continuously on Twitter and in YouTube, where, yeah, your situation is hilarious. (laughs) And so he used to be way worse than he is now, believe it or not. Um, Chappelle trashed the notion that trans people experience similar or worse types of discrimination as the black community, which in modern times they do, right? In modern times they are demonized, bullied. They have a suicide rate that is way higher than the black community. Um, it's horrible, right? Um, so he also talked about Caitlyn Jenner, where he referred to her as yuck, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, let's see. This other article about it over here mentioned some of his even worse jokes where he uh, basically, well, I just... I'll read you what it says here. Let me find that particular uh, quote where it says. Mm -hmm. Anyway, basically he's referring to trans people as men in dresses. And he's like, uh, it's okay if you want to be trans, but I don't have to participate in your delusion. And I don't have to call you the pronouns you want to call. I don't have to really respect uh, your transformation, right? Why I do respect you. I don't have to like treat you with respect. Is basically what he's saying. Right. And, um, so, what happens is, when you make jokes, which he did in his latest stand-up comedy, which I have the, the picture that I showed in the, uh, the opening, this one, where he's making the Asian fake, it's, one, it's probably the most hacky joke I've ever heard a professional comedian tell. It's a, basically a version of the attack helicopter joke, you know, I identify as an attack helicopter, mixed with the rac- racist, racist Asian voice, Asian face joke, which has been done to death. It's like people like Steven Crowder do shit like that. It's hacky as fuck, so the problem with doing jokes like that is that it basically tries to belittle the trans experience to make it seem like being trans is exactly the same as just deciding you want to be Asian one day, which is not at all. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with you know feeling that you were born in the wrong body and having a, a female brain sometimes as part of it and it's a, a lot of different factors are, are contribute to it, but it's not in the in the same at all as wishing are declaring that you're suddenly a different race and so and it's like tj was doing in tj's video where he basically compared it to what a uh, uh, thinking you're a wolf you know trans species transgenderism and trans species are equivalent somehow but it's not equivalent in any way this is a way to belittle trans people to make it seem like their transition is just a joke you know they're just deciding because they're crazy they want to be something else and they want you to respect that regardless of what reality is in their minds. So as long as you just say it's a joke and you're like, don't take it seriously, that's fucking fine. But when you start saying, no, this shit's true, no, th- this shit is meaningful, he's making biting social commentary, then no, he's not. That is belittling the trans experience and that is being used by lots of people to belittle trans people and be like, oh my God, you're trans? Well, I'm a wolf. It's the same exact thing, you mentally ill person. And so that's what a lot of people who watch Dave Chappelle's comedy are doing. They're using this as an excuse to be transphobic. And as long as you don't do that, as long as you're like, hey, it's a joke. I'm not going to use that as an excuse to be transphobic. It's fine. No, no problem whatsoever. So a lot of people, Trans people, you know, they, they they see Dave Chappelle telling jokes like this repeatedly, where he belittles trans people and finds their situation hilarious, and they see this spread into the mainstream, where other people use this as a, a jumping off point, as a launching point, to also be transphobic and hatred, hate, uh, be hateful towards them, right? So they speak out about it, right? And and when they speak out about it. All these comedians do exactly the same thing. Oh my God, you can't even say anything anymore. You can't even tell jokes anymore. It's the worst time in the world to be a celebrity. But no, it's not. They spilled made like $40 million to stand up in front of millions of people and say whatever the fuck he wanted to. No one silenced him. No one canceled him. He was perfectly fucking fine. He just took criticism for it. And you have absolutely the right to say whatever you want to and people have absolutely every right to criticize you for it, you fucking snowflakes, without you whining about it, right? So... That's why it's important to talk about this, uh, to show that, you know, even this transgender person who supposedly laughed the loudest at his jokes was still going through a lot of the same things that other transgender people go through. It's like uh, Robin Williams, right? Sometimes when you're laughing the loudest, it, it means you're hiding incredible sadness inside of you, incredible depression. So just because somebody's laughing at your jokes doesn't mean, oh, it's fine. A transgender person is laughing at all these jokes, so it's, you know, it's fine for me to tell them and for other people to use my jokes as a jumping-off point for hatred, but it's not, right? It's it's not—this stuff has a real-world effect on people. It is being used to spread hatred, and, and, and unless you see that and you speak out against it, you're kind of part of the problem, and Dave Chappelle doesn't seem to really give a fuck, right? He just wants to make excuses for punching down, in my opinion, but— um, so I'm very sad to hear this woman has committed suicide. Uh, she seemed like a, a a terrific person, from what I could tell. Um, apparently, she was a uh, a programmer of some sort. Um, says right there, she lived in San Francisco, where she volunteered at San Francisco LGBT Center, um, and I think it said that she was some kind of programmer, or some, some kind of uh, online company or something. But... I'm just wondering if any of this will have any effect on Dave Chappelle. They've reached out to him for comment, and he'll see that, you know, that this is the world that we live in, where trans people are committing suicide at a much higher rate than the rest of society, and there's a reason for that. And not blaming Dave Chappelle for everybody committing suicide, but in a very, very small way, the way his audience takes his jokes allows them to go out and bully transgender people and belittle their experience, and it adds to this atmosphere of hatred and non-acceptance that makes them feel like they don't longer want to live in this world. And, you know, it's important to think about it. So, anyway, like I said, not blaming Dave, but it's a teachable moment for everybody to understand exactly what's going on here and how their actions have a real-life effect on society and whatnot. So, read the chat a little bit, see what you guys have to say about that. Yo, Dusty, what's up, Jackie C? Um, Gender dysphoria is not a mental illness. They've, yeah, recently reclassified it. I know it used to be kind of uh, classified as a mental illness, but they've really rethought that as we have more information and science has done more experiments and studies and such. Um, These MFers have been committing suicide for the longest. I don't know if, are you calling trans people MFers for what? For what reason are you doing that? I mean, why, why do you want to be a piece of shit, a piece of trash? You know, heroes are supposed to stand up. For the most vulnerable of our society. We're supposed to stand up for those who are bullied. You're not supposed to add on. And if you add on to that, you have to ask yourself, what kind of person are you? What kind of person do you want to be? Is this really the type of person you want to be? And if it is, you're a piece of shit. You should pay a social penalty for this. People shouldn't be nice to you. People shouldn't be friendly with you. People should tell you to go fuck yourself and ostracize you until you change the piece of shit human being you've decided to be, in my opinion. So, I don't know why you want to be like that, but uh, you must be a sad, pathetic, lonely person, in my opinion. I mean, don't, don't get it, man. If someone asked me to address her as a woman, that has zero effect on me. So, why not just... To, yeah, it's so easy to be a decent human being. And the only reason people don't do it is, I ain't gonna do it. I treat everybody equally. You just want to be an asshole, okay? They don't care. Wasted breath, dust. Yeah, it makes me feel better to say it, so... That's all I really need. Somebody cloned Dusty. I don't know what the fuck that means, but that'd be great. I'd be okay with it. I watched The Gemini Man last night where they cloned Will Smith, and so basically he is fighting a younger version of himself. Still, the CGI looked really shit. I could tell it wasn't really Will Smith. It was just a CGI version of his younger self. So anyway, Dusty, stop using the word logic when you aren't using it. Okay, I'll get right on that. Uh, you don't have to understand how it works to treat people with respect. I know, it's real easy. Like, it's why I don't say the N-word, right? I, I understand now. I'm not so in love with that word that I just can't stop saying it because I understand why it upsets people. Why be a piece of shit when you don't have to? It's real easy to be a good person. It literally takes no effort whatsoever. And, and it also makes people really bad. People are always like, Dusty, you're just doing all these things a good person would do to fool people into believing you're a good person. Dude, if you're doing all the things a good person would do, you're a good person. Your actions are what make you a good person. So I just find it funny. Uh, amazing. We root for that underdog because we see ourselves in them. True that. Definitely see myself as an underdog, and I kind of like it that way. Um, Will Smith is aging well. Yeah, black don't crack. Will Smith is aging beautifully. All that Scientology blood drinking they do. Do you ever think everyone below Bernie should drop out? Uh, I don't think people should drop out. I think we need a, uh robust debate between the candidates but i hope that he wins out in the end not sure he will because it seems like the uh the press is not for him the corporate media doesn't seem to want him in office and i totally understand that because he's gonna you know take away some of your power money is power and we let a very few people in our society hold the vast majority of the power and it's not good for the system and Anybody who stands up against that system is obviously going to have backlash against them, which is what Bernie is experiencing. But hopefully, he will be able to overcome that. I guess we will see. Dave Chappelle makes a show where the N-word said a lot, everybody fine with it, makes one joke about transgender, everybody loses their mind. Uh, he didn't make one joke about transgender, but he made a series of jokes about transgender. And he actually said that he canceled his show because a white guy was laughing at his N-word jokes in the audience. And he thought, hey, are they laughing with me or are they laughing because they're actually racist, right? are they actually using my jokes to help further racism which they were which is exactly what he's doing with transgenderism and he can't see it for some reason because when it doesn't affect him it's out of sight out of mind and that's how most people are the things that don't affect you it's really easy to ignore and not have a problem with it it's it's much harder to have a problem with things that don't affect you like you know the the white power structure that exists in this country benefits the fuck out of me, yet I still have a problem with it because I see how it doesn't benefit so many other people who are not, you know, white or minorities and who are victimized by the system. Much harder to do that. So a lot of people don't have what it takes to do that. Also, who's Dave Cullen? Dave Cullen is a right-wing douchebag who used to be an atheist turned Christian um, who did several videos about me when I started speaking out about the anti-SAW community. Black person said N-word and no one cares. Hmm, I wonder why. All right. You know, black people try to take that word back. It has been used to demonize them and belittle them for hundreds of years. And I understand that they want to take that power back for themselves, and it's fine for them to do that, but it's, you know, those of us who haven't undergone the black experience don't have the right to do the same thing they do. Just like those of us who haven't undergone the gay experience and gone through the trials and tribulations and overcome the things they have to overcome because they're gay don't have the right to use gay slurs, right? It's real simple to understand. There's historical context for all this. And people understand this. They just pretend like they don't because they're so in love with being bigots that they can't admit to themselves. They know why this is not okay. Anyway, I need to go on with the show. I would love to talk to you guys about this more, but I have so much to fucking cover on this show. God damn it. guess I'll read the super chats real quick. Super chats? Did I just close the super chats? No, I didn't. Light blood of the show, Super chats! Load me up. Hey, Dusty, looking forward to the show. Thank you, Ann-AssBitch. Appreciate you joining in. Love me some Ann-AssBitch. You rock. And a snail's nine Free BJs for leftists. Hell yeah, I'll take me a free BJ. Love me some BJs. Big fan. Mexican Zoiberg, $10. I give Dusty money to trigger conservatives. It does. The best way to fucking trigger conservatives. Give me fucking money. They're crying right now. Hate that shit, so make them mad, folks glocky13 gave me a twenty dollars dkk i think that's uh i don't know the korean or something appreciate that ask your scott two dollars i wish dusty wasn't my dad i might be who's your mama message me we'll do the dna test see how it goes five dollars message retracted what that probably means that i didn't actually get that five dollars because you got banned or something so oh well what you gotta do more super chats please let's move on to the show So fucking Ellen got crucified this week. Fucking Ellen just shows you that there's class solidarity. It's not a left. It's not a right thing. It's a class thing. Rich motherfuckers sticking together is exactly what it is. This is not the first time she's tried to rehabilitate George Bush, the war criminal's image. Had her, or she had him on the show. President Bush has developed an amazing talent since his days in the White House. Is it waterboarding people? Is it torturing him? Look at it. Yeah! Dancing with George W. Bush. Yeah! You almost bankrupted a country. You destroyed the economy. Spent three trillion dollars to kill upwards of a million people in Iraq. Almost half a million civilians dead. Let's dance. Yeah! Yes, Slay queen! Isn't that great how our society works? Yes! Yeah, smiling up with war criminals. Aren't I awesome? No, you're not, Ellen. You're a fucking piece of shit. You're a horrible, horrible piece of shit. A sellout to everything progressives are supposed to stand for. Congratulations! And luckily, there is not a applause sign in real life. There is not a laugh sign in real life. So unlike her audience who fucking eat up everything she says, hopefully hoping they'll get like some free gifts or shit from her. In the real world, it's not like that. People are shitting hard on Ellen DeGeneres exactly as they fucking should. Love to see this. First of all, I'm going to play you her fucking excuse. Oh my God, this was such cringe. Suboptimal. Horribly suboptimal, folks. And uh, I'm going to play you the version of somebody took her excuse for why she is rehabilitating and being buddy-buddy with a war criminal. And uh, they basically green-screened out the back and they put examples of the war crimes he committed and the atrocities committed during the Iraq war behind her as she was fucking speaking. So I'm going to show you this version of it because it's much more impactful. And uh, let's have a look at this ignorant, ignorant. I don't want to use gendered slurs, but human being.
1: So I want to talk about something that happened this weekend. I know it's Tuesday. Sometimes I like to ruminate on things all day Monday so that on Tuesday you you hear about it. Um, So uh, this weekend I went to Dallas uh, for the Cowboys game. And, uh, yeah, so uh, thanks. But during the game, they showed a shot of George and me laughing together. And uh, so... People were upset. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president?
0: No, that's not what they thought. They thought, why is Ellen next to a war criminal laughing it up with him? Why are you help rehabilitating the image of one of the worst mass murderers in history? A guy who told him God commanded him to go to war against Iraq, a country that had nothing to do with fucking 9-11, while letting... Saudi Arabia, who 15 of the 19 hijackers came from, and he covered up the financial ties the rich Saudi oligarchs had to funding 9-11. That's why people had a problem with it, Ellen. Not because you're a lefty, he's a righty. It has nothing to do with that. See, this is gaslighting. This is a perfect example of gaslighting, where she tries to pretend that you're upset for reasons that you're not really upset. It's just a difference of opinion. This is exactly the same as if someone were wearing fur. I don't like it if you wear fur, but I'll still be friends with you. No. It's not like that, Ellen. Committing mass war crimes is not the same thing as wearing fucking fur. Almost bankrupting our countries is not the same thing as wearing fur. Killing upwards of a million people is not the same thing as wearing fucking fur. Good God.
1: Didn't even notice I'm holding the brand new iPhone 11.
0: Didn't waste a moment to shill the new iPhone, right? I wonder how much money she got for doing that. Gonna fucking rehabilitate the image of a war criminal and do a commercial for the iPhone at the same time. That's capitalism for you folks. You gotta fucking love it, right? God damn it, what a fucking sellout. But a lot of people
1: were mad and they did what people do when they're mad. They tweet, And uh, but here's one tweet that I loved. This uh, person says, Ellen and George Bush together makes me have faith in America again.
0: I love this too. She's trying to paint herself as a hero for doing this. For rehabilitating the image of a fucking war criminal who murdered a million people. She's a hero. Makes me have faith in America, kid. Oh, my God, Ellie, you're such a good person for doing this. What a pat on the back you are. People shouldn't be able to be friends if they have differences of opinion. No, dude. No. You're part of the evil, dude. You're exactly why people like Trump don't give a fuck what they do. Because they know in fucking five years from now, when he's out of the White House, you'll have him on a show, bussing his hair. You'll be in the fucking stands with him. Yeah, sure, Donald Trump. Fucking covered for Saudi Arabia while they murdered an American journalist. Sure, he fucking pulled out our troops that were protecting the Kurds, our allies, and let Erdogan murder them. Sure, he did everything he could to accelerate climate change and pull back all the uh, policies that Obama put in place to try to counteract it. Sure, he did everything he could to destroy our country, lied to us. But it's just a difference of opinion, folks. And fucking Trump was way better than George Bush, dude. Like it's just disgusting to see and this is what I'm talking about it's not about right versus left for these rich people it's class solidarity they take up for their own because they're all fucking rich it's a big fucking club and you and me ain't in it and, um,
2: applause <laughs> sign
1: friends with george bush in fact i'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that i have we're all different and i think that we've forgotten that that's okay that we're all different
0: yes it's okay that we're all different it's not okay to be friends with a fucking mass murderer look at all these fucking pictures in the background god damn it ellen
1: for instance, I wish people wouldn't wear fur. I don't like it, but, but I'm friends with people who wear fur. And I, I'm friends with people who are furry, as a matter of fact. I have friends who should... And
0: this behind more. her is and fucking brilliant. I'll show you another picture of this in a moment, but it, it, it's a brilliant piece of art showing exactly how fucking shills for this capitalist, evil American society, American war society that we have, will get on TV and just cover for them, you know? They'll pretend like, ooh, we're progressive, ooh, we're nice, gay, we're on the left. George Bush literally tried to pass a constitutional amendment to have gay people not be allowed to get married, Ellen. That's not a difference of a fucking opinion, dude.
1: I have, but just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I've been taking a lot of shit for my friendship with OJ Simpson, but I think you should be friends with nobody regardless if you just have a basic difference of opinion. Yeah, the only thing I have against OJ is my difference of opinion. We have a small difference of opinion on whether you should murder people with knives or not, but hey, it's okay to be friends with people you disagree with. Fuck you, double bird and a cross. <laughs> <laughs> as these I, dead kids I, in the background. we are already
1: playing Christmas music.
0: I mean, seriously. They it's the same Christmas thing that. as playing Christmas music. Them. Murdering a million people and bankrupting our country. The same thing as Christmas music, folks. Gaslighting, folks.
1: Anyway, I want to thank Jerry Jones, Charlotte Jones for hosting us and thanks President Bush and Laura for a Sunday afternoon that was so fun. By the way, you owe me $6 for the night.
0: Yeah, I want to thank all the rich people who allowed me to live this comfortable, rich lifestyle where I go up to fucking the owner's box and sit next to war criminals. Yeah and here's a good me making fucking fun of them so me and Portia were invited to the VP lounge by the owner's daughter Ooh, la, la. it's so out of touch sad to see her become so rich she's become so fucking out of touch with mainstream people And I'm pretty sure I remember her when she was young it wasn't like this she wasn't a fucking rich goddamn sellout like she is now and uh Yes, uh, Victor Berg says, My favorite part of the non-apology of hanging out with criminals was when she a new iPhone. Pretty cool, yep. Always time to cut a commercial there, Ellen. Make a few more bucks right there. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck what you're doing? Who gives a fuck what harm you're causing to society? And uh, yeah, that's exactly right. This is what they decided to label the video they put out about this. This photo of Ellen and George W. Bush give you faith in America again. You're such a hero, Ellen. You're such a hero for rehabilitating the image of a war criminal. Oh my God, Ellen, you're such a good person. Suck your own dick more, Ellen. Seriously, so fucking shameful in every way. How can you not see it? How can her fans not see it? And of course, the video I just showed you where the guy put the background of all the war crimes George Bush committed behind when she was speaking. First thing she did was get on the internet and try to have it taken down. It's the internet, Ellen. Does it really work that way? This is what uh, fucking Destiny's doing, right? trying to get people who are criticizing him's videos taken down it's just shameless as fuck man thanks to ellen chilling of my anti-war criticism by filling fraudulent copyright claims on my video with 10k views people are re-uploading it all over twitter for now collected 300k and growing views faster than andy lasner can file false claims solidarity yep the streisand effect doesn't always work but definitely works a lot of time and this shot is really brilliant this is fucking art just shows you man what why do people what did i do wrong Uh, the dude literally defended torture they literally torture people i'm going to show you i have a video of this guy in the background i'm going to show you in a minute where they interviewed him and he talked about how they tortured him and how he watched as they raped people yes our american government rapes people yeah punitive raping that's what we do what's the problem folks why are people mad at me for this cancel culture God damn it, cancel culture is getting to where you can't even rehabilitate the image of a mass murdering war criminal anymore without people getting mad at you. Fucking liberals! SJWs! And, uh, they made lots of cool art. This is beautiful. Love this fucking shit. Like, this should be in a goddamn museum. This just showed you. It's a perfect illustration of the American culture we live in, the capitalistic American culture we live in right now, where our fucking liberal comedians will get on air and be like, I don't know. I don't understand why people are mad about this. You guys are the ones who are stupid. It's just a difference of opinion, folks. That's all it is. People used to be able to have a difference of opinion. Uh, that's not true either. People have always fucking argued, right? Like in the old days, comedians were arrested and shit. It's way better than it used to be. But uh, here's one from Mark Ruffalo. The celebrities in on it too. Celebrities are mad at Ellen and I'm, I love it. He says, sorry, until George W. Bush is brought to justice for the crimes of the Iraq war, including American-led torture, Iraqi deaths and displacement, and the deep scars, emotional and otherwise, inflicted on our military that serves his folly. We can't even begin to talk about kindness. And that's exactly fucking right. Going to try to spin this. This is just being about being kind. Let's be kind to everybody. Nope. Mass murdering war criminals until they, at least until they apologize. Until they said, Hey. I'm sorry for all that war crime I did. I'm sorry for all those innocent people and children that I helped murdered. You know, maybe not be friendly to those people. That's just my opinion. And he got 407,000 likes, more than the President United States usually gets, so that's awesome to see. And Susan Sarandon, she wasn't having it either. She laid down the law on Ellen. But missing the point entirely, DeGeneres framed the issue as a simply a matter of her hanging out with someone with different opinions. Not a man repeatedly accused of being a war criminal, right? Exactly what it is—gaslighting. That's all it is. And Susan Srinid also posted this video, where they interviewed the guy in this picture, uh, who was tortured. And let's hear what he has to say. <laughs>
3: حديد، مشبك، باب الزنزانة يعني يستخدمون عملية الصعق بالكهرباء والتبول عليه وعملية الصعق بالكهرباء أيضاً ما أنساها اللي مرأت بيها لأنه قلت أحس كان ما شرار يطلع منه, منه عيوني هذه عصر مكنسة مكسورة والكسور يعني من تنكسر عصر مكنسة إدخالها في مكان يعني حساس بالجسم يسبب أحياناً نزيف داخل جراحي وشوف الطفل يعني اختصبه أمام أبوه. Anyway, ما
0: This is not how our country is supposed to operate, folks. We're supposed to be the good guys, right? We're America, right? But we're not. We're fucking the bad guys. Like, we're... The good guys don't torture people. The good guys don't rape children or rape people with broomsticks. The good guys don't behave this way. And this is why you have to hold people accountable for when they do shit like this. This is why people like George Bush go out and he campaigned for torture, This is why you have to make these people pay a social penalty. You have to let people know people like Trump know that if you do fucking shit like this, you will not be fucking welcomed with open arms five years after you get out of the presidency. You will be a fucking pariah on society for fucking ever. You will pay the fucking penalty for this motherfucker. So people like Ellen, you're just making the fucking world worse. You know? You're rewarding the bad guys. You're rewarding the torturers. You're rewarding the murderers. And that's why people have a fucking problem with you, dude. It's not because of cancel culture. It's not because we are too sensitive. It's because you are part of the fucking evil. And uh, Abby Martin's got it exactly right. Bush is not your conservative uncle, Ellen. He's a mass murderer or war criminal soaked in the blood of a million Iraqis. Instead of apologizing for what you did, you apologize for this. You should have that guy. You should have this guy behind you on your show instead of George Bush, right? And he might, I, that guy might have done some bad things. He might have been a, a bad guy in Iraq. But we don't torture people. We don't rape people. We don't behave this way. Well, we do. But we shouldn't. Good guys wouldn't, anyway. If we were in any way had the moral high ground, we would never fucking do this shit. But of course, Myth Informed, the largest skeptical convention in the world right now. So sad. This is what skepticism has come to. Obviously, they're Johnny on the spot to defend Ellen. This is what's wrong with cancel culture. Ellen is receiving a flag for sharing a laugh with George W. Bush. They might not see eye to eye on every issue, but it's important to listen to the other side. If we are to make progress, this is a good example of how to do that. And of course, Sarah says, Criticism is not cancel culture. Bush is a war criminal. This is not fucking about a goddamn difference of opinion. This is about innocent people being murdered. This is about fucking torture and rape. This is about holding people fucking accountable for their actions. Right? What happened to personal responsibility? What happened to that shit? That shit goes right out the fucking window when it's somebody you agree with getting shit on a little bit. And, uh, of course, Dave Rubin all over. Dave Rubin all over to defend Ellen. Far liberal Dave Rubin. Lots of sharing this. But missing the broader point, yes, Ellen and GW, GWB can agree to disagree. Great. The bigger issue is only people who can't do that these days are woke progressives. No conservative, libertarian, true liberal was upset by this. It's not a two-way street. You say that like it's a good thing on your part. You're not making your side look very good. Yes, it is the liberals and the progressive who have a problem with normalizing a war criminal. With buddy buddy up against somebody who killed upwards of a million people, spent a like $3 trillion, enough money to end world hunger, enough money to give everybody in this fucking country health care, of which 45,000 Americans are dying every year because of lack of, yes, we have a problem with that motherfucker, and the fact that you don't proves that your side is fucking evil. That's the whole fucking point. Way to make our point for us, Dave Rubin. You fucking goddamn piece of shit. And of course, Sam Seder, who Dave Rubin is deathly afraid of, Calls them out. The Blazes Rubin Report brags that conservatives don't hold a grudge against President Ellen DeGeneres, who legalized torture, polit- uh, politicized the DOG, and lied this country into a war, wherein our tax money paid for the killing of 100,000s of innocent civilians. Eh, fair point. You get him, Sam Cedar. You guys stop being a fucking coward in goddamn debate, Sam Cedar. But you won't. We know you won't. We know you guys don't really care about the marketplace of ideas. You're just chicken shits who want to sit in your own little bubble. And like I, like Jacobin says, this is a quote from George Carlin, It's a big club and you ain't in it. Ellen and Bush and, yeah, Rudy Giuliani shaking hands with fucking Bill Clinton and George, uh, Trump. There you are, all together, right? And, yeah, Michelle Obama hugging up against George Bush. And all the conservatives were like, You guys are so mad at Ellen. Are you mad at Michelle Obama in the same way? Huh, liberals? And then the guy that posted that got like, 300,000 comments like yep we sure are yep fuck Michelle Obama yep she's just as responsible yep it's a big club to weigh in it's all these rich motherfuckers class solidarity and fuck Michelle Obama right to hell with her to hell with all these motherfuckers who keep trying to rehabilitate these guys right not making them pay a social penalty acting like this shit is normal and he's like this old uncle we should hug up against and forgive fuck that shit Redemption is only possible when you want redemption, when you make an effort, when you say, hey, I fucked up, here's why I fucked up, here's how I fucked up, I feel real bad for my fuck-ups, I want to use this as a teachable moment to teach everybody how they shouldn't fuck up like this, use me as an example, and here's my life since then, and how I've completely fucking changed. Then redemption is possible, has George Bush done any of that? Fuck no he hasn't, fuck Michelle Obama, absolutely we're mad about this, and yeah, here's Chelsea. Hanging out with Trump's daughter. Yeah, we're all friends here in the Millionaire Billionaires Club. It's just shameful, folks. It just really is fucking shameful. And uh, Speaking of Ellen. Oh, my God. Speaking of uh, billionaires, people who should not have the power and the money that they do. Here's her. And uh, Oprah, having a laugh about how awesome it is to be rich.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is your uh, ATM pen number, Oprah? Uh, you don't know. I don't, have no idea. I don't have one. No, I don't. I don't When's the last time you went to the bank, Ellen? I, I, uh, uh, a long, long time ago. A long time
0: ago. They're so fucking out of touch. These rich assholes are so goddamn out of touch with the normal people now. It's exactly why she doesn't understand why people have a problem with her hanging out with war criminals. She just doesn't fucking understand anymore. They're up in their ivory towers and they're so used to their applause signs and people kissing their ass regardless of what they fucking say and they're just totally fucking out of it.
1: Posited like. Five thousand dollars, and I was so excited. Yeah, I went to the bank recently because I hadn't been to the bank since 1988. What did you go to the bank for? To deposit a million dollars. Really? Yeah. I just a, like to, a check?
4: Yeah. I just wanted to go there just to do it, just to see.
1: You stood in line. <laughs> I stood in line. And deposited a million dollars. Yeah. Just to do it. Wow. How did that feel? It felt fantastic. I bet it did. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah.
0: People are dying all over the place. 40,000 children are starving to death every day hell yeah homelessness is out of fucking whack i stood in line just to see what it felt like to cash a million dollar check and it was amazing i enjoyed it so much i mean yeah i could have helped so many people with that money but oh my god you should have seen the look on their faces (laughs) being rich is awesome no dude being rich is not fucking awesome being rich is so that makes you a fucking asshole with the inequality and how many people are suffering in our society right now. Well, you know, you guys sit in your fucking $40 million houses and stroke your own egos about how amazing it is to be rich. Just this is why rich people, this is why billionaires shouldn't be allowed to exist. They really shouldn't folks. There's no morally legit billionaires. There's no way to become a morally legit billionaire in my, in my opinion. And, uh, Well, I guess that's all I'm going to talk about fucking Ellen. What do we think about Ellen? Are we mad at Ellen, or is it just a difference of opinion, folks? It's just a normal difference of opinion. You're the ones that are wrong. I'm Ellen. My applause sign tells me that I'm exactly right, because every fucking word I say, people cheer and shout and agree with me. So, Eat the rich, yep. Fuck right. Preach, Dusty. I will do. You know me. Testify! Fuck them too, hell yeah. Fuck civility for war criminals, I know, right? I have so much civility towards rapists and pedophiles. Oh my God, you raped a bunch of children? That's just a difference of opinion. I don't know. We have a right to have a difference. I respect you, regardless if I disagree with the fact that you raped all these children or not. Be kind to everybody. Good fucking Lord. Wow, so much jealous here. Rich people suck, right? Yes, rich people do fucking suck. That is a true story. And no part of me wants to be rich. Like, even if I had a lot of money, I would just give it all away. Like, I can't even think what I would do with a fucking shitload of money. Nothing I need to buy that that is that expensive. I think the most expensive things I want to buy now, I want to buy a new fence. I got a fence before, like a smaller fence for the dogs. But I want a 50 by 50 area out here. I've been trying to price it. And that's the next thing I'm going to buy. Um, But it only costs maybe $4,000. So, like, that's my big dream is to have $4,000 to buy a fucking big fence in area so my dogs have more room to run around. Like I can't even, I can't even imagine what I do with a fucking, I can't, like, buying a fucking yacht. Holy shit, what kind of douchebag do you have to fucking be to buy a goddamn multi-million dollar yacht? I just, it's unfathomable to me. Notch became a billionaire and look what happened to him, douche. I've talked to Notch before. I, I'm scared of him because he has enough money to kill me and keep my mama quiet, so I'm not going to talk too much shit about Notch because he could be watching, but douche. I think Bush legit thought there were WDs. He was Cheney's puppet bullshit. And who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck if he legitimately thought her or not? He was wrong. He thought God was telling him to attack a fucking country and he spent $3 trillion and killed upwards of a million folks. I don't give a fuck what he believed. He's still a fucking war criminal who championed torture. They still did fucking torture and rapes. Nobody was ever fucking held accountable. Fuck that guy, right? I will bet... That Ellen makes a clarification? What is she going to clarify? You just saw the fucking video. Right? You can be friends with people. He's a friend. Of mine. There's nothing she can clarify at this point. The only thing she can do is say, hey, what a dumb ass I was. Holy shit. Everything I said was completely fucking ridiculous. I obviously am such a rich asshole. I am so out of touch with a common man. And I'm sorry, folks. Your outrage has taught me a lesson. And I completely condemn George W. Bush now. I'm not going to be friendly with him anymore. I feel fucking horrible for trying to rehabilitate his image. And I hope society please forgive me. She says that and maybe I'll give her an ounce of fucking credit. But she ain't going to do that and you all fucking know it. i like to have rent this month. I know, right? Just basic stuff. That's what most of us are fighting for. While these rich people brag about i cashed a million dollar check just
2: to see how it
0: felt. Huh? Congratulations to you. That makes you so likable to all of us. But there are people that think that likable, right? There are people that support Kanye when Kanye is selling them Jesus still. Has $50 t-shirts with Jesus on it. And they're like, yay, Kanye, making money off us, being rich. That's awesome. Kanye's a man of God. It's just so depressing to watch. God damn it, I am not going to get through the whole show. Or, oh, God, I'm already 51 minutes in and I've only covered two topics. Good Lord, this might have to be a three-hour show tonight. Who's up for a three-hour show? Is Dusty up for a three-hour show? I don't know if I'm up for a three-hour show or not. Let's read the Super Chats. Super Chat Lifeblood Show. All right. Uh, cheers. Cheers to you. Appreciate that. Django Fett. Uh, it's Django Unchained. Jan- Janormous. Five dollars. Rip. Uh, Su I think I know who that is. Isn't that like a K-pop star who uh, I think I've read that she was bullied or something? Yeah. Better known by her stage name, Sully, was a South Korean singer, songwriter, actress, and model. She first gained attention as a child actress. Yep, I think she, uh, did she commit suicide? I think she did. Sorry to hear about that. Wasn't familiar with her, but pretty girl, and, uh, I hope we learned a valuable lesson from her death. Whatever that lesson might be. I don't what the fuck did I do with Super Chats. God damn it, bestie. Come on. Get your shit together. Here we go. Don't use transgenderism; it equates it to a, a religion instead of a condition. it is it'd be like saying "I am broken spinism. You're either trans or not. Catholicism is a belief structure. All right. Did I say transgenderism? Transgender people or whatever It's cool, but thank you for that. I'll take the uh criticism into uh into my little brain and roll it around and try to make myself better with it, as I always do. Castrick's Defiance, who our thinks you that? Bush also fell. New Orleans Hurricane Katrina, I know, right? What happened to uh, Kanye? George Bush doesn't care about black people. Now suddenly he's all on the Trump train. Kanye West doesn't give a fuck about black people, does not give one goddamn ounce. A fuck about black people. If he did, he definitely would not be trying to make a buck out for them, spreading the white man's religion to them. The th- same thing that has kept them in mental slavery. He wants to talk about mental slavery? Christianity is the shit that's kept black people in mental slavery ever since real slavery fucking ended, right? Kanye West, a big fucking sellout, dude. Patrick Butler, $5. Oh no. Uh, Honest Red, want me to commit violence. It's time for you to get woke on political violence. We've already talked about this, dude. You first. You go out there and commit some violence, it's easy to get on the fucking internet and be a little keyboard warrior and say, yeah, political violence, get out there. You go, dude. Show us how it's done. Lead by example, dude. I I am not for violence. Fuck that shit. Violence is not the way. It is counterproductive. All it does is it gives the other side ammo to point out your side say, see how violent they are? See, we told you everything we said about them were true. Don't follow them. It's all it does. It's horrible fucking optics. It's, uh, if you understand chess whatsoever, it's a horrible fucking move. You have to think three or four moves ahead, and that is a bad, bad move, dude, in my opinion. So, no thanks, but if you're all for it, lead the way, dude. Patrick Butler, $5. Thank you for rescuing cats and dogs. Hey, no problem. I love my fucking cats and dogs, right? Uh, Make a chud run for a safe space now by contributing to Dusty on Patreon. I know, right? They gave, uh, Tim Pull a million dollars for nothing. Literally gave him a million dollars for nothing. Just to trigger the lives, so... Read the chats, folks. People are pissed at this show. Before the show even began, it had, like, more down votes than up votes. So, donate to me. Definitely triggers the fucking conservatives. The chuds hate it. Devious Devil, $2. No, I missed one. Neon Neon Neor give me 20 pounds. Thank you for that. It's very generous. Check out a video called The History of American Economic Domination by Michael Parente. It's on YouTube. All right, I will do that. Maybe I'll take a look at that on the next... Uh, Codcast, and I really appreciate that, Neon. That is very generous of you. Love you. Devious Devil $2. Dusty, you're simply a great person. Thank you. I have my moments. Like, I don't need no pat on the back. I really appreciate that. I'm not trying to, like, dish you for complimenting me. I really do appreciate it. But at the same time, like, most of the things I'm doing are just, like, basic stuff. It's, like, the very basics any normal, regular, decent human being would do. And so I don't need no, like, pat on the back just for doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But I do appreciate that glocky gave me a $20 dkk f-face look up top 10 u.s back atrocities on youtube all right i will do that i'm not gonna play that right now but i will look that up after the show's over and i appreciate that uh tiago art five uh six dollars dusty you used to be a prepper right yeah more or less would you talk to a permaculturalist on your show or any other sustainable environmental steward sure why not I had a uh, kind of a permacultural thing going on. I had like these rabbit cages that were overlooking a worm bin. And so the rabbits would poop down into the worm bin and the worms would eat their poop and they would turn them into these real rich castings. It was all real sustainable. And I had like everything was solar powered or water powered. And I had like raised beds out in the middle of this fucking field. So I had, it, I had it going on pretty well, dudes. But it was too much work and it fucking sucked. And I do not like farming. I don't like raising like animals for eating and shit. I feel guilty and whatnot. So it's just not for me. Sign on. $5. There's a homeless guy I see regularly outside a CVS and I regularly drop him $5 and wish him well. I want him to be well off too. The rich suck. I know, right? Have a huge homeless problem. I saw a bunch of that when we were in Denver. uh, And I just felt horrible. Like, I wish I could have helped everybody. But, uh... We just live in a society still that everything's a dollar sign in this country. Even human life. We're literally broken down to a dollar sign. And, uh... It just shouldn't be that way. But there are people that will, especially the rich, the rich will fight tooth and nail to make sure the system never changes. You know, they want their status quo orders, SQWs. They want to keep things exactly like it is and make sure it never changes. And, you know, that's why we fight, right? We have to change the system. We have to fight back. Good to see you, mofo. Good to see you, Beast Nation 2009. Really appreciate that. Thanks for the $2. More Super Chats, please, if you want to, if you're able. It's a great way to support the show. And I got to keep going now because I'm already an hour into the show. I am way fucking behind. So I might have to save some of this shit uh, for next show. Boop. Next up, we're going to go through a whole bunch of Trump shit. Good Lord, I'm going to run through this shit real fucking fast. So most of you probably know what's going on. Uh, Basically, we had U.S. troops that were protecting our allies, the Kurds, who helped us fight ISIS. and Also helped us, I think, in the Iraq War. And we promised we'd stand by them. You know, we would not leave, abandon them. And we actually had them abandon some of their defensive strongholds. Because we promised them we would have their back if they abandoned their defensive strongholds. And, you know, we wouldn't leave them to die. And, of course, Trump gets to the office. And he's like, fuck y'all, basically. Lies to them. Leaves our allies who helped us fight ISIS to die. And uh, because he's buddy buddy with er- 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 Erdogan. how that how you pronounce the name? That's a hard name to pronounce. Erdogan. Who is a Muslim thug. is the president of Turkey dude who came to the United States and attacked American citizens on U.S. soil for protesting, for exercising their First Amendment right, and Trump covered for him, did nothing. So he was on a phone call with him, and he was like, yeah, I love you. You're like a pretty much like a dictator. You're pretty fucking cool. Hey, I'm just gonna fucking abandon our allies, the Kurds, who helped us against ISIS. And you go in there and fucking kill them, motherfucker. Yeah! So that's what they did. They went in Turkey went in there, and They're bombing Kurds in Syria. Um... I love this dramatic music. Um So exactly what we said was gonna happen, happen. Turkey Ben, killing Kurds, and uh usual suspects out there making excuses for them. Sargon of Akkad. why did Aradon threaten to flood Europe with refugees? Yep. Turkey military register, right all the latest updates. Chud chud chud. Hate to see it. And uh, people like I and Mouse wrong, always wrong about everything. It's like the guy tries to be wrong. I've like never seen a person who was wrong about fucking everything. Like, how is he? He can't be doing this on accident. At this point, I'm starting to think he's like a a troll or something, right? He's just a a poe. No one could be this fucking stupid. If what's happening in Turkey is such a big problem, yeah, our allies getting murdered is such a big problem. How come the United Nations isn't making an issue out of it? Seems like something everyone else should get involved in instead of expecting America to please the right, right? Uh, except they are. UN News, Turkey Syria offensive could spark another catastrophe, One humanitarians. UN, Turkey Assault has displaced under 30,000, and number could triple. UN, the escalation of Turkish military operation in northern Syria, absolutely essential. A single Google search, but that's too much for I and mouse. wrong, and it doesn't even matter. You got, it's 1K whenever I took the screenshot. I'm sure it's got much more than that, but it doesn't matter if these people say, as long as they, as long as the people that they're pandering to agree with them, lies mean nothing. They can lie all day fucking long, and it's accepted, and they're rewarded for it. And uh, the evangelicals were out in droves to support Trump, as they fucking always are. Uh, This is Dave Brody, Christian, Dave Brody. My early read from evangelical voters is that they're willing to give real Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt regarding his move in Syria. They trust POTUS, knows what he's doing despite going against the grain. They also pray that God directed him in the proper path ahead. But as always, they're fucking wrong and... A convoy of journalists and civilians have just been hit by Turkish airstrikes in northeastern Syria. At least 10 people are reported to have been killed, even more injured. Their identities are not known yet. So, yeah, we're gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, ain't we? Shit, yeah, Jesus told us to. He's a man of God. How could a man of God make a wrong decision? Especially somebody so smart as Donald Trump. Yep, yeah, that's what you get for relying on Jesus. As always, you get fucked because your opinion is dumb as shit. And, um, uh, Here's one from George Conway. Any suggestion or thought who, would, who in particular might be responsible for this moral, strategic, and humanitarian disaster? So, this is Dan Crenshaw, who was a right wing congressman. Or is he a senator? Which one is he? Uh, I don't know. Um, or I guess congressman and senator is the same thing. Isn't it? Anyway, um, he's like bitching about it. This guy that supported Trump every fucking step of the way. A guy who enabled Trump. He's still enabling Trump. He's not in any meaningful way pushing back against Trump. But he's like, situation when we were there, relative peace. We leave. Turkey attacks our Kurdish allies. Shoots artillery at U.S. troops. Bombs a prison where ISIS fighters already escaped. Yeah, uh, 700 ISIS fighters escaped because of Trump's actions now. He claimed that he 100% destroyed ISIS and now he's literally helping them. Almost like we're the bad guys. ISIS car bombs and uh, commercially, that's just one day. Which scenario looks more like an endless war? That's right. Trump claimed that he's against endless war. That's why he's pulling all his troops out and then he basically puts troops in Saudi Arabia. I'm showing sure you in a minute where he brags about selling our troops like mercenaries to Saudi Arabia. Because he doesn't really give a fuck about endless wars. He just wanted to do a favor for his buddy, Erdogan, right? The, uh, Pseudo-dictator. I know he's he was elected or whatever. The pseudo-dictator of Turkey. Because Trump loves fucking authoritarians. These are exactly the kind of people that conservatives claim they hate. Oh, we hate authoritarians. Authoritarians are bad, but you fucking support an authoritarian who fucking loves authoritarians. So Dan Crenshaw ain't got no fucking room to talk. Been supporting Trump from day one. Ain't gonna do any kind of meaningful pushback against him. He's just talking out of his fucking ass. And uh, so is Marco Rubio. As Turkish-backed fighters approach a a Kurdish-held city in Syria, 700 ISIS supporters escape. Erdogan's forces are filming themselves beheading Kurds. U.S. troops are at serious risk of being cut off, of coming under attack by the enemies. But who's responsible for this? Anyone who has supported Trump bears responsibility. You, Marco Rubio, you still ain't going to fucking hold Trump accountable for anything. You know you're not. You know you've held this motherfucker's water every goddamn step of the way. What are you bitching about now? You caused this. You're responsible for this. Don't fucking try to wash your hands of it now. Own up to your fucking responsibility. These motherfuckers never own up to their responsibility. There's never any self-accountability for these motherfuckers. They're always preaching for everybody else, but never for fucking them. It gets so frustrating to watch you motherfuckers be hypocritical about this bullshit. And of course, after this happened, Trump came out and he said, "Oh, Oh my God, oh my God, I'm gonna fucking have sanctions against them or maybe he didn't even say that he says maybe he will soon be issuing executive orders authoring in position of sanctions against them he hasn't done shit yet though people told him exactly what was going to happen he did it anyway and now he's going to pretend like oh my god this is all part of the plan i wanted them to kill innocent people and our uh, allies so then i can sanction them 4d chess people i'm so fucking brilliant no you're not dude it's almost like Trump doesn't want to be president anymore and he's just doing whatever the fuck. It's like he's given up and he's trying to burn the fucking country down, burn our allies down, just be the biggest fucking shit that he could possibly be before he's thrown the office to make it, you know, just a show, just to show his ass, really. And, uh, Tedio says, oh yeah, this is off the fucking serial thing, but there's so much Trump news to talk about. Like, any one of these things would have brought down a Democratic candidate. Any fucking one, it's like anything, but thousands upon thousands of things one or the other come out against Trump and he's like Teflon. N- nobody cares, nothing sticks, and it's, it's amazing. So basically he's over in his little rally because he has to have his little, uh, his, his support meetings so he can feel like people still love him. So he has to surround himself with sickle fans who cheer at us everywhere and laugh at us everywhere. But this is white supremacy in a nutshell, folks. This is the white supremacy power structure that has been created in this country where you can fucking sit in your crowd, like this person says, going to a city and holding a rally for white people, to have them to boo at the mention of a large, ethnically different part of a local population is unapologetically and open white supremacy. And it is. They're like cheering against minorities. And then when he mentioned Somalia, oh my God, yeah, let's cheer louder against these minorities, all these white motherfuckers. It's just disgusting, folks.
2: Many years, leaders in Washington brought large numbers of refugees to your state, from Somalia
0: good good boo. Considering- boo the refugees these people whose countries are war-torn who were in danger of being killed whose children are being danger of killed and they're just trying to escape from the horrors of their reality to find a better life for themselves in America who has always been about bring us your huddled masses bring us your you know the people in society who need freedom the most, who need to be protected the most, who need that American dream the most, bring them to us. We're a melting pot. We accept them. That's what America's all about. And this motherfucker gets in office and is exactly the opposite of everything America is founded on. And these motherfuckers want to pretend like this this is patriotic somehow. Turning our back on the very people that need us the most is patriotic, and it's not. It's cowardly. It's racist. It's fucking evil. And yes, a, a lot of these refugees America helped the situation, right? America's colonialism has absolutely helped exacerbate the situation. So we help create the situation that makes these people homeless so much more dangerous that they have to flee. And then we boo them when they need help from what we've helped created. These are the bad guys, folks. This is fucking evil. If you don't see this is evil, then... You're probably evil too, dude. You're probably part of the bad guys. That's just the way it fucking is. You have to realize at some point, are we the baddies? Yeah. Yeah, you are. But anyway, let's listen to this. Without
2: considering the impact on schools and communities and taxpayers... I promise you that as president I would give local communities a greater say in refugee policy and put in place enhanced vetting and responsible immigration controls. Yeah, people. They and this. Since coming into office I have reduced refugee resettlement by 85%. Oh
0: my god, they're cheering they're cheering for reducing refugees. Set- you know what refugees are, folks, right? Refugees are people that are fleeing fucking war-torn areas so their kids don't get murdered. And they're literally cheering not helping these people. How do you not see that you're evil? How can you not see it? It just, it's maddening. God fucking damn it. And it's as not- you know, It's not a great country. This country is not a great. It's never been a fucking great country. Don't make America great again. Make America great to begin with. That's what we should fucking be working on. And uh, here he is bragging that he's selling the lives of our fucking military to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I hate endless wars. That's why I poured the troops out. That's why I pulled the troops out from protecting our allies who helped us fight against uh, ISIS. But it doesn't really, folks, because when it comes to Saudi Arabia, keep in mind, 15 of the 19 hijackers from 9-11 were from Saudi Arabia. And Bush covered up the financial ties the oligarchs in Saudi Arabia had for paying for 9-11. When it comes to them, hell yeah, our military is for sale, folks. Aimless wars for everybody, as long as you got the chatter. So we're sending more
2: troops to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is... A very good ally from the standpoint that we get along with them very well.
0: They literally murdered an American journalist, cut him up into pieces, and Trump covered up for them. <sighs> Folks, like our military, most military members claim that they cannot stand fucking Muslim oligarchs, these rich motherfucker Muslims who run these countries, that your president is literally selling your lives to them and the majority of the military still support Trump. This fucking cognitive dissonance, this 1984 double thing, is just so incredible to watch. How can this be real life, folks?
2: A very important player in the Middle East, the relationship's been very good, and they buy hundreds of billions of dollars worth of merchandise from us, not only military equipment. In military equipment, about $110 billion
0: (laughs) <laughs> yes, that they use to kill civilians with. Yay, we're so good. They buy billions of dollars with our fucking military equipment to kill civilians in endless wars. But we hate endless wars, folks. We can't be involved in endless wars. We're sending more troops over to them because they have cash. But we hate endless wars. Both things are true at the same time, somehow, my folks. Don't think about it. Don't think
2: about it. It's millions of jobs. Now, with that being said, we are sending troops and other things to the Middle East to help Saudi Arabia. But are you ready? Saudi Arabia, at my request, has agreed to pay us for everything we're doing. That's a first. But Saudi Arabia,
0: and other countries too now, but Saudi Arabia... Yay! You military people are for sale! Hooray! Aren't you so happy? Aren't you glad you're supporting Trump? When you get murdered over in Saudi Arabia, just know that you're fighting for the oligarchs in Saudi Arabia. You're fighting for the princes. The people who came over and chopped up American journalists into pieces. That's what you're fighting for, folks. And your president, the one you suck his dick all the time, he's the one that sold your life to them. Suck his dick more, military. Be the lapdogs you fucking are harder, please. Doesn't make you pathetic in any way, does it? No, you're fucking brave. But no, you're not. You're the baddies. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. Giuliani's Ukraine team in search of influence, dirty money. So basically, they are indicted two of uh, Rudolph Giuliani, who is Trump's lawyer, his second lawyer, the first lawyer, you know, is in jail right now for uh, a felony, right? Because he's draining the swamp, right, folks? Such a draining of the swamp. Anyway, Scoop, indicted pro-Trump Ukraine researchers, Lev Pernaraz, told people he paid Rudy Giuliani hundreds of thousands of dollars to work for his firm. Fraud guarantee. Can you believe the name of this guy's company is fraud guarantee? Like it's just it's hard to believe this could be real, folks. It's like I said all the time, it's like the programmer God is making a joke of all this and he's just making it so obvious this is a joke. The fucking crooks are calling their company fraud guarantee. It's like when I showed you the video of the guy who was being resurrected fakely and he came up in a hearse, and the hearse said, Real funeral services. It's just it's just too it's if you didn't see it, you wouldn't believe it. But anyway, uh, there's pictures of this guy, these two guys that are have been, um, they're associates of Rudy Giuliani, and they've been uh, arrested for campaign finance. Uh, I guess they're for fraud, basically. They're trying to funnel Russian money into the American elections, and uh, Giuliani is definitely involved. They have a video of him with these two guys. They have video of these guys with uh, Trump Jr. They have pictures of these guys with Trump Senior, the president. They're all tied up. It's all corruption at its highest level. Like I said, any one of these things individually would have brought down any Democrat whatsoever. They would have had to resign. But conservatives play by a totally fucking different set of roles. It literally does not matter. And here's another example of it. This wasn't even covered. You probably guys probably never even fucking heard about this. 43 new claims of sexual misconduct from Trump. Any of you guys heard about this yet? No, because so much shit is going on. Even 40 Three claims of sexual misconduct and assault by our president gets buried. It doesn't even make headlines anymore, folks. It's like, well, you sexually assaulted 43 more? Well, eh, what's 43 more? That's just icing on the cake at this point. Who cares about that? It just keeps going and fucking going, folks. And then at a recent Trump event, they played a video of him where they superimposed his head over the movie um, The Kingsman. And they had him murdering uh, Jewish George Soros. And uh, he's murdering Black Lives Matters. He's murdering uh, Global News and CNN. He's murdering journalists. He's murdering CNSNBC. He's uh, murdering Antifa. Murdering all his political enemies. And it's fine, folks. It's totally fine. No outrage from conservatives whatsoever. Trump shooting a black group that's against a police state, a Jewish man, and an anti-fascist. It's going a little far. It's almost like they are trying to say that Trump is some kind of proto-fascist. And see, this is would be a problem, folks, It's the fact that already Trump supporters have gone out there and tried to murder people. We had the guy sending pipe bombs who was a big Trump supporter. His whole car was covered in Trump stickers. We had the guy who murdered uh, a dozen or more Mexican people um, who... Before he did, it posted on his Facebook page the word Trump written out in guns. You have all these Trump supporters who believe that they're following the president's wants by going out and killing and attacking his political opponents. And so that's why stuff like this is dangerous. Yeah. In these videos, Trump's murdering people, and they're actually playing this stuff at, you know, Trump events. So they're basically glorifying it. They're glorifying this behavior. But the funny thing is, the exact same people that had such a problem with Kathy Griffin holding up a severed head of Donald Trump, had no problem with this shit. Suddenly, it's the other side that's all snowflake about it, isn't it? It's just that, like I said, it's a double standard. They don't give a shit. The Trump video is really just an expression of how common it is on the right to publicly express fantasies about mass murdering their countrymen, in between complaining about civility and the lack of respect liberals show to them. This is exactly right. If a liberal did anything like this, it would be, oh my God, the liberals are crazy they don't have any civility they don't have any fucking respect but when they do it it's See? why you guys such snowflakes oh my god you guys are offended by everything it's just double standards and uh, of course who's johnny on the spot to defend this shit but massive huge mega liberal temple oh such a liberal isn't he? I've learned a few things today. Journalists have never seen the movie Kingsman. I knew what it was from immediately. Journalists are just now learning of a video that is over a year old. Uh, They're not just now learning about it. It was played, I think, at a Trump, you know, uh, wasn't a Trump rally, but it was like a Trump meeting or something. And so that's why it made headline news. Not because it's so. And it's a YouTube video. The story is that a resort Trump supports were watching YouTube videos satirizing Kingsman. So that's his spin on it. This is just a video satirizing the Kingsman. And no way was that video satirizing the Kingsman. And no, what the fuck, dude? Holy shit, but this guy, this is the guy that got a million dollars, million dollars from conservatives to post this bullshit. This ultra liberal, Temple the Mega Liberal. He'll literally say anything, folks. Shameless fucking grifter who will say anything. It doesn't matter. And Eric Weinstein, I guess I'm going to skip this one. I got too much to cover, but Eric Weinstein's a joke. Too much of a joke to even fucking cover. Um,. And uh, another example of cancel culture. Fucking cancel culture. Uh, this place won't host an anti-Muslim groups gala. Uh, this fucking cancel culture place, run by the liberals at uh, Checks Notes uh, mar lago which is owned by Trump. Oh, shit. You mean Trump deplatforming people? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm sure Tim Pool is going to cover the shit out of this, right? I'm sure this is going to be all over Paul Joseph Watson's feed, right? An example of cancel culture. Oh, my God, you can't even say anything anymore. You're platforming everybody, right? You guys are going to make it just a big deal out of this, right? Or are you not going to talk about it at all, right? Is that what you're going to do? Are you going to completely sweep it under the rug and pretend like it never happened because it doesn't further your narrative? Is that what you're going to do? Fuck yes, it is. Because you guys are shameless con men. And remember the Tea Party was so mad about Obama's budget? Remember that shit? Oh, my God. Fiscal responsibility. We have to do something immediately. The whole country's going to collapse. The Tea Party was fucking huge, man. They took over elections on this shit. And now Trump is president. Federal deficit in 2019 estimated at $984 billion. Highest in seven years. Tea Party's crickets as fuck. Where are you at? It's almost like you guys are shameless. One-sided. It's almost like you guys are just political hacks who don't really give a fuck about the budget at all. You're just tribalists who are doing this to attack the other side while you rah-rah for your own team as they burn the whole fucking country down. That's what it seems like to me, motherfuckers. Prove me wrong, but you won't. We all know you won't. Your actions have proven. You absolutely won't. And uh, good lord, it gets even fucking worse. This is, folks, this is the number one news country in the world. And they're hiring bad actors now to read bad scripts, and this is like—if this, what I'm about to show you, was in a bad Christian movie, nobody would blink. You'd be like, "Yep, that fits perfectly in any bad Christian movie where the rapture's about to happen and the end times is about to happen because of the the, the, the crazy leftist." In fact, I've I've had movie parodies I've done before that had scenes in it were exactly like this. Look how fucking over the top and dramatic and ridiculous this is.
4: You know, there was a time in history when the U.S. was just as fractured, when people refused to see others as people, when politics got in the way of family, of decency, and faith in our government. I'm talking about the 1850s. The result was the darkest moment in American history, the Civil War. And we're near a Civil War right now. I don't mean a war in quite a literal, historic sense. Well, that's what a civil war is, motherfucker.
0: A civil war is when you're actually warring against each other. Quit using the fucking civil war imagery when you don't actually mean a civil war. They, They do mean a civil war, though. They're trying to brush it off and talk out of both sides of their mouth. They're trying to incite civil war. But also at the same time pretending like, no, we're not for violence. We're not actually talking about a real civil war. We're talking about... No, that's what you're talking about. There is nothing else that creates a divide in the country that's like a civil war except a fucking civil war. It's transparent what you're fucking doing.
4: generals leading battles, certainly hope not. But we are at a breaking point in terms of an emotional civil war with violence that will spill into our streets. It's happening now. Our leaders must take responsibility for this. They cannot permit this violence, nor can they move forward to undo an election by refusing to follow constitutional and historic precedent. They are shattering Americans' faith In them, and the result could be catastrophic. Joining me tonight, live from Athens, Greece.
0: Watch this. If you didn't think it could get any fucking worse.
4: One of the most brilliant political minds of modern times, former White House chief strategist, Mr. Steve Bannon. Steve, welcome back.
0: The guy who built Breitbart and called it the mouthpiece of the alt-right, Stephen Bannon. The most political, brilliant mind of our generation. Oh, God, folks. They're literally trying to start violence. They're literally trying to start a civil war. It's not going to happen, of course. But this overly dramatic fear-mongering to try to cover for Trump has just gotten to insane fucking levels. And Liz Cheney, daughter of uh, Dick Cheney, one of the most evil human beings to ever live. But I'm sure he'll be on Ellen, too. He's a good guy. It's just difference of opinion. Dick Cheney and Ellen, just the difference of have he's a nice guy. He's like a crazy old uncle. Da, 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 don't hate on him. Why you hate on him? Forgive and forget, I say be kind to everybody, but she's like. Liz Cheney tells Fox News, Turkey invaded Syria because Democrats launched an impeachment. They're literally blaming Democrats because Trump betrayed our allies and pulled out. The level of absurdity of these fucking people, dude. Holy shit. And back to Tim Pool. Ultra-mega-liberal Tim Pool. Oh my God, how could you get more liberal than this guy? My favorite liberal in the world. Such a lefty. Let's listen to what Tim Pool has to say. Now let's rewind the clock a little bit. We'll talk about Tim Pool's bombastic approach. Tim Pool's bombastic
2: approach. Tim Pool's bombastic approach to the political controversy when he called it a civil war. I have referred several times to a potential civil
0: war. Sure, Dan. And what Matt Taibbi, I, I assume, doesn't quite understand is that what he wrote is not about a permanent coup against Donald Trump. The story talks about, you know, intelligence agencies that want to go after the president, that they're trying to remove him at all costs. And he knows what this leads to. But what he doesn't quite come to, the, he doesn't come to the conclusion that he's not talking about a coup. He's talking about civil war. And I really do mean this. I'll give you the point straight. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Now that's a fair point. Yep. Civil war is coming, folks! It's because the intelligence community and the government is trying to remove Trump. Um, Could they be trying to remove him because they have inside information about all the shit he's doing and the conversations he's having with political leaders from other countries and they know he's breaking the fucking oath of the presidency? Could that possibly have something to do with the temple? Liberal temple? Nope. Just a Trump show, you know? Anybody at this point who still calls Temple a liberal is a conservative. 100% of the people that think Temple is a liberal is a conservative. There is a zero person on the left who thinks Temple is on the left. That's all there fucking is to it, folks. Absolutely ridiculous. And uh, speaking of Trump supporters, they're really fucking smart, folks. Just the best and the brightest. This guy thinks that the word kangaroo court comes from captain kangaroo what we see in
5: this impeachment is a kangaroo court and chairman shift is acting like a malicious
2: captain kangaroo what we see in this impeachment
0: (laughs) oh my god dude dude is not even smart enough to know children shows how in the fuck this is a trial man this is like mr rogers neighborhood trial judge mr rogers so evil what the fuck are you talking about dude seriously I need to tell that guy how to get, how to get to Sesame Street. All right. And uh, this is depressing, but this is irony at its fucking finest, right? This guy is selling his MAGA hat that was signed by Donald Trump. And why is he selling it? I have been hit with a deluge of past medical bills. For when I had my knee surgery for my ACL and my insurance company decided to not cover it because of my dad's business account, which had just gone defunct. So buy my Trump hat for $5,000. Don't you see the problem here, dude? Can't you you see? You've caused this for yourself. You've caused the situation that is victimizing you right now. How can you not fucking see this? Holy God, these people have no self-awareness whatsoever. And uh, just to get a little bit more depressed, what time is it? Oh my God, it's going so fast. This is our Attorney General of the United States, folks. This is a government official in the highest branches of office in our American government right now. Among the
5: militant secularists are many so-called progressives, but where is
0: the progress? Militant secularists, he's talking about atheists. He's talking about most of us folks right now. We're militant, we're evil, aren't we? Because we don't believe in ancient fairy tales. Oh my God, folks. Many so-called progressives, but where is
5: the progress? We are told we are living in a post-Christian era. But what has replaced the Judeo-Christian moral system? Logic, motherfucker. What is it that can fill the spiritual void in the hearts of the individual person? Science, reason, And what empathy. is the system of values that can sustain human social Basic life? Basic human empathy. The fact is that no secular creed has emerged capable of performing the role of religion. Bullshit. This is not decay. This is organized destruction. Secularists and their allies have marshaled all the forces of mass communication, popular culture, the entertainment industry, and academia in an unremitting assault on religion and traditional values.
0: Traditional values, folks. We all know what that is. Anti-gay marriage. And you know, Let's talk about traditional values. When you could marry a 13-year-old. Traditional values, like it says in the Bible, where if you rape a woman... You have to marry her and pay her dad a hefty fee. Traditional values, folks. Why can't we get back to that? Holy shit. So, so much for separation for church and state, right, folks? And I'm good to see Patton Oswald on top of this shit. Yeah, Bill. Imagine a hell world run by sociopaths with zero moral compass, compassion, or humility. Hmm, I wonder what the fuck that would look like. Blink, 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 blink. Holy shit, folks. How is this the real world? How the fuck, Dude and uh, we're almost through the Trump shit almost, we got some more shit to cover but a few more here (laughs) so uh, this is uh, Bolsonaro's son, remember when Bolsonaro took over Brazil Uh, all the chuds were out supporting him I heard Dave Rubin talking him up all the motherfuckers talking about how good he was going to be for Brazil well here's his son that wants to become the ambassador to the United States showing off his LGBT shirt yeah, this is what they think about gay people and gay rights conceito
4: de LGBT foi atualizado com sucesso. Vamos lá, pessoal. L de liberty, liberdade, guns, armas, Bolsonaro e Trump.
0: Yeah! Fuck your equality, fuck gay rights. LGBT stands for liberty, guns, Bolsonaro and Trump. Woohoo! We all know what Trump is doing to equality, right? All know what Trump is doing to trans people. He has set the agenda for equality back, you know, decades. And you know, these are the people that the right is supporting, these are the people they're championing. These are the people they want empowered. Depressing, but try not to get depressed, because we're gonna laugh a little bit. This is actually real, folks. This is a real life thing. So <laughs> I looked at it up. I was like, this can't be real. I looked it up, folks. It's real. Stepmom Marie says, guess who he is for Halloween? Oh, look at the cute little trumper. He's a Trump. I guess she's his stepmom, but he she's a good stepmom, apparently, because you know, she dressed him up like Trump and this guy... It had fourteen six k likes here, but I went and looked at it before I did the show, and had like eighteen thousand likes. So yeah, everything's normal here except for what's this next message? Oh, I know this isn't the right time, but add my new premium Snapchat. I post nudes and sex tapes. Whoa, what, 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 uh, uh, what, huh? Oh my God, folks, real life. What in the fuck? I know this is not the right time. You think? You think on a fucking post about your cute little stepson dressed like Trump, you shouldn't post your sex tapes? Dirty Marie? How is this like? How is this not a parody? Explain to me. Somebody explain to me at this point how this is not a fucking parody. How are we not in a fucking simulation that is a fucking parody? This is a Leisure Suit Larry game, all right? I'm fucking Leisure Suit Larry. That's all I know. It has to be. That's the only logical explanation for this shit at this point. How can this be real? I don't know. I got questions. Anybody got answers out there? And, uh... These Trump motherfuckers, they're literally talking about fucking Civil War. Like, it's a good thing, man. Like, they're actually doing it. Like, this little fucking short motherfucker's actually gonna do it. They're these old, oh, middle-aged, sad, pathetic, I, I, clearly divorced. There's no way this guy has uh, uh, attracted a woman and kept her for any meaningful amount of time. Alright, let's just
6: watch. Democrats impeach Trump. And... He says, "I'm not. No way. I'm not leaving office. This is a fake, uh, a fake RussiaGate hoax, and I'm not leaving office. Let's start a civil war. What, um, what, what would you do in that case?" Okay. To
2: me, the reality is Trump's never going to get impeached. That's all a distraction that they're creating to take the eyes off of Biden. That's not what we're talking about. I get that. So I don't see Trump as being impeached. Period. But worst case scenario. I'm pretty sure I would be one of the ones I, I got health issues so I'd be more detriment in the front lines but I'd be one one of the ones
0: to back at 110% <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm too much of a pussy to be on the front lines and actually commit the violence but I'll be in the background cheering you guys on. Yeah, murder your fellow Americans. Um
6: the president has recently tweeted uh about the um about there being a civil war like fracture if he gets impeached. What do you what do you what do you, as a Trump supporter, um,
5: think about that? I think the Democrats that are raising all the scandals should be tried for treason and hung from the Capitol dome. God, pure, flat out, and simple. So, if they want to play games, okay, they have violated their oath of office in supporting the president. They need to be hung for treason.
6: So, they, so their oath of office includes supporting the president in all things every time.
5: Yes.
0: No. Uh, No. They signed an oath to protect and defend the Constitution, to uphold the Constitution. It has nothing to do with fucking being loyal to Trump. What you're talking about is a dictatorship. You're talking about a fascist dictatorship, okay? Holy fucking shit, these guys. I hate the word boomers, because I think that's just a way to insult people who are older than you that you disagree with. But good Lord, if it ever applied to anybody, it is these motherfuckers. uh,
5: There can come a
2: time, because this this country is fractured. I mean, it's very fractured, that uh, there's going to be brother fight against brother. There can be. I don't see that. That's unimaginable.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you don't, because you motherfuckers are trying to cause it, but it's not going to happen. No matter how much you goddamn pathetic losers sit around and daydream about a civil war, where the right people can actually win this time. The South shall rise again. Or where the fuck stupid shit is in your brain. Never gonna happen. But I hope you motherfuckers step out of line so you can get put down real fucking quick. I just like hate to think of the innocent people that'll be fucking killed. So anyway, that's all my Trump coverage. Holy shit, so much shit happened with Trump this week. Hard to fucking cover it all. What do we think about that? Are there any Trump supporters in my audience? And if so, fucking explain yourself immediately. You fucking evil sacks of shit. Uh, I dislike reductionism, be it right-wing or left. All right, I will agree with that for the most part. I try to have more of a nuanced view most of the time, not always. But uh, this is like, this is playing poker. The left just isn't playing. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. A lot of people think that left should uh, try the same tactics the right does, but the right's tactics are immoral. So no, we should not do those same tactics. That's the, one I, that's the thing I was going to make fun of, uh, Eric Weinstein about. Eric Weinstein was basically I not quite bragging, but explaining why Trump is so successful and making fun of liberals for not trying the same exact thing that Trump tries. But there's a reason that we don't do that, because we have more morals to behave this way. We're not going to behave that way. And we shouldn't have to. Morality should went out. Compassion, empathy should went out, not fucking lies, hatred, and fucking games. We shouldn't have to play that way. The fact that you think people should want to play that or, or should have to play that way just shows that you're part of the problem instead of any kind of meaningful solution to fix the system. Anyway, let's read the Super Chats real quick and then we'll continue with the show. time is it? 9.34? Okay, I'm knocking it out pretty good. Super Chats! I second the Michael Parenti chat. If you like Chomsky, you'll love Parenti. Love your consistency and fidelity to logic. Long time viewer here. I appreciate that magnetic uh, perturbation. Appreciate that $5. Thanks a lot. Uh, money is all what Kanye cares about. I know, right? That's all Kanye cares about. Money, money, money. I ain't saying he a go digger, but yes, I am. He's a go digger. Awesome nine. Five dollars. Temple is cancer to the human race. So is Rave Dubin. Yep, but he's a millionaire. Millionaire Temple. Gave him a million dollars because the rich motherfuckers in this country love his message so much and they will do anything they can to keep every fucking penny they have sucked out of the system and they will support anybody that helps them do that. And it's so sad to see. So, Nate, more Super Chats, please, if you're able. I would appreciate that. If not, that's cool, too. Be sure to like the video, folks. If you can't donate, like the video, leave comments, leave chats, come back when the video is uploaded five minutes after the show ends. Leave a comment there. YouTube, only cares about engagement. So if you guys help me with engagement, that really helps also. It's a free way to support the show. And, uh, Facebook never fucking disappoints, folks. Never fucking disappoints. This literally fucking happened to me. So, like, I'm just trying to share in a positive light my vegetarian lifestyle. I'm not trying to push it on anybody. Like, I'm. if you want to do it, fine. And if you don't want to do it, fine. I, I'm not trying to be some kind of moral authority over you all and grandstand or anything, but, like, I've had a positive experience becoming a vegetarian, and I want to share that positivity with other people in hopes that it may inspire people instead of, you know, browbeat them. So I was just pointing out that in the seven months I've been a vegetarian, they've actually tripled the amount of vegan foods than vegetarian foods in Walmart. And I know I'm not supposed to shop at Walmart, but there's literally no other place to shop here, so what the fuck am I supposed to do, motherfuckers? Give me a break, goddammit. Anyway... And so I was just showing that. Yeah, they they had this General Show's tofu chicken stuff. It's good. I had that earlier today, man. It has 330 calories per bowl, and it's pretty good. This pad thai I didn't care for, but Kelsey likes it. Uh, these fruffalo wings, it was okay, not great. Now, the Morningstar buffalo wings, those are good. I think those are good. I haven't tried these stuff yet, and I have lots of almonds. So I was just basically saying, yeah. Uh, the buffalo nuggets are amazing. General Show's was surprisingly good. Almonds are also a staple. It's a great time to be a vegetarian. Just trying to encourage you folks, if you haven't tried a vegetarian lifestyle, there's lots of, in your frozen food section at Walmart, in the same uh, aisle the frozen vegetables are in, they have a little section for vegetarianism, and, you know, maybe just try this stuff. It's important for early adopters to support the companies that are doing this, and also support, like, Walmart and stuff, because it encourages them to make more of these types of products that, you know, help with animal suffering, are actually better for the environment whatnot, so it makes a positive change. And, you know, if you replace a meal or two a week with this stuff, at least you're making positive steps. Every little bit helps, right? So I'm just trying to be a good example, right? So obviously, the right-wing chuds come and attack me. This dude's like, what cup size you up to, Dusty? All that estrogen from that soy must got him up to a nice C so far. LOL. First you turn feminist, then you're a veggie. I remember when you were worth watching. So you know a guy who loses a message like this is a fucking Adonis. You no, know he's in shape like a motherfucker. He's ripped. He's healthy as fuck. I mean, because why would you make fun of me for having man boobs unless you were in incredible shape? Why would you make fun of me for trying to have a healthier lifestyle and be a vegetarian? Unless you were some kind of alpha male, supreme peak physical specimen. And I looked him up and, yep, this is him. Mm-hmm. Found this on my arm all of a sudden today. I'm in the ER right now. Hmm. Um... Yeah, dude. This is peak fucking irony, goddammit. This is exactly the type of right-wing shithead you would expect would be making fun of me for eating soy. I'm a soy boy! I got man titties, dude! Like, I I don't want to, like, fat shame or anything, but if I got man titties, what the fuck do you have? You're, like, gotta be a triple dit, and this is, like, just... This is unhealthy, okay? Somebody said this is a yeast infection of some sort because he's greasy like i'm just saying dude maybe you should try a vegetarian lifestyle maybe like okay sure it's not true that soy makes your boobs bigger all that's ridiculous but let's say it did it couldn't hurt okay it's not gonna make it any bigger than it already is it's just and like i said i don't want to make fun of him too bad because i feel sorry for this guy obviously he's got problems and he's got issues and probably self-esteem issues. And those self-esteem issues make him lash out at other people and call them names. And he he wants to feel better about himself because clearly he doesn't feel good about himself. So uh, the way people make themselves feel better about themselves is by putting other people down, right? Make, I feel better because I put you down. And I'm obviously better than you are. I mean, I don't eat fucking vegetables. I'm not a feminist. I don't eat soy. And we all know soy makes you a woman, right? So... That makes me feel better somehow, so I don't want to make fun of him too bad. Dude, come on now. You have to understand why this is a bad look for you. I mean, have at least a little bit of humility and self-awareness. Holy fucking shit, dude. And I just want to say, folks, this is the reason I'm anonymous on the internet. I never show my face or tell anybody my real name because of shit like this. You will die in one month. I'll bring my mafia on you. Watch out, out, and I will, will. I'm watching So Out Out all over the time for uh, Ibrahim Faki, I don't even pronounce it, but uh, Mr. Faki, I ain't scared of you. And obviously, I was just joking about being anonymous. Uh, My name is Dusty Smith. Come get me, motherfuckers. I'm right here. I'm looking forward to meeting you and your mafia. I am terrified of you and your internet keyboard warriors. So horrifying, and goddamn Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan is literally sharing articles from an anti-gay, anti-trans, global-warming, denying, right-wing Christian propaganda website in order to own the libs. True story, folks! Fuck Joe Rogan! So, Joe Rogan's taking shit because he's a transphobic bigot, and, uh, it hurts his ego, obviously, because, you know, Joe Rogan in his mind is a logic warrior who is rarely wrong because of his genius. And he has people sucking his dick and kissing his ass so much that it builds up that air of mental superiority he has. And so he doesn't like the fact that people calling out on his uh, transphobia and trans hate. So any chance he gets to prove that he's right about being a transphobic bigot, he'll take. So now he's taken to posting links to his millions and millions of subscribers. He's got 55... thousand likes when i took this picture it's much more than that now but to share this right wing christian propaganda site he sent you know a large person a large percentage of his millions of subscribers to this site made the site more popular to fucking own the libs right let's take a look at the site that he's sending these people to hmm criticism of trump's syrian decision is misplaced and ignorant here's why how environmentalism became a cult um Trump 2020 and Why the World Needs Another MAGA Win. Hundreds of transgender people seek help detransitioning, including first man legally recognized as non-binary. President of Brazil to ban LGBTQ ideology in schools and revise Marxist textbooks for the full protection of children. It's just chud shit after chub shit. This is the site. Cauldron Pool. Cauldron Pool is a politically and ideologically conservative website Providing news and opinion on current news. So that's where Joe Rogan's at right now. Literally spreading Christian propaganda to own the libs. And look, folks, I don't think for one second that Joe Rogan actually took five seconds to go research this link before he posted it. No. I don't think he knew. least I hope he didn't. That this was a right-wing Christian propaganda website that he's sending a good portion of his millions and millions of followers to. I just think Joe Rogan doesn't give a shit. His show proves this time and time again that he doesn't even do the most basic amount of research on anything. He's just, it's like bro science. He's just a bro, right? You don't give a fuck. And this is the kind of stuff, in my opinion, probably that his either his fans or his friends send him because he has a huge percentage of right-wing chuds in his audience. And this is the kind of stuff he's reading. This is, he marinates himself. Like I said, he marinates himself in fucking chud. Because he don't give a fuck. Anything that backs up his preconceived notions or the shit he already believes, he don't care if it comes from a Christian website that promotes anti-gayness or anti-transness or you know Christianity. Who gives a fuck? He don't give a fuck. As long as it makes him look correct correct, you know, to his sickle fans who suck his dick all day. So anyway, fuck Joe Rogan. You have a thing Joe Rogan called platform responsibility. And uh you have it way more than me. Now I have it. Even though I have a much, much, much fucking smaller audience than you do, I still have platform responsibility. I'm responsible for making sure bullshit doesn't spread on my channel, on my platform. I'm responsible for making sure I don't signal boost for anti-gay websites, for anti-trans websites, for Christian propaganda. That's my responsibility. You don't live up to your responsibility because you don't give a fuck. All you care about is the money. All you care about is the numbers. All you care about is making yourself look correct. All you care about is your fucking ego. If you did, you would take five seconds to just say, hey, let me look at this website I'm fucking promoting to my millions of fans to see if it's something that I should be fucking spreading. But you won't do that because you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck about your responsibility. And in my opinion, if you don't care about enough, if you don't care enough about your responsibility to take it seriously, you don't deserve that responsibility. You know, with great power comes great responsibility, as Uncle Ben said. And uh, you ain't doing it, Joe. You ain't doing it. So it's sad to see. But I know his fans will take up for him no matter what the fuck he does. It doesn't fucking matter. Depressing as fuck. So let me read the chats a little bit. What we got to say about that? Are we ashamed of Joe Ruggan or am I wrong? And Joe Ruggan is the hero in this situation. But Dusty, he's cool. I know. Have you ever smoked DMT? Yep. Yes, I have. I know all about that. Bro, Rogan will platform anyone, but he does platform a lot of chuds. He does platform a lot of chuds. He does platform some lefties, but in my opinion, it's mostly chuddy, and he doesn't, like, it's not the same. If you platform people that have good ideas and are actually legitimate, like some of the people he platforms to the left, like Bernie Sanders, it's not the same as platforming liars. People who con people for a living, like Bob Lazar, Laser, whatever the fuck his name is, who lies about UFOs, or um, Ted Nugent, who he supported, as he sat there and lied about vegetarians, claiming that we actually kill more animals than people that eat meat, which is so fucking stupid in every way humanly possible. Platforming these two sides are not equal. They don't balance each other out. It's like if you platform somebody that believes in global warming and then platform somebody that doesn't believe in global warming and say, hey, both sides, i am all right? No. One side is not legitimate. One side is. It's not the same thing at all. Uh, do you really want to live forever? Yes, please. That sounds awesome. Don't want to die anytime soon. I'm having a good time on this earth, at least thus far. I want to keep going as long as I possibly can. All right, let me check the super chats real quick, see if I have any more. Um, I would take this time to point out the Columbus Blue Jackets of the NHL are named after people who freed slaves, playing in a city named after a slaver. Happy Indigenous People Day! Yeah, I saw uh, Crowder, Stephen Crowder, was on PragerU did a PragerU video about how awesome Columbus was, and how the extermination of the Native Americans was never an official policy. So that makes it okay. Now, fucking Columbus talked about how he enslaved lots of people in his first day and how he's cutting hands off of women and children and shit like that. He was an evil motherfucker. And just because they didn't officially have a policy of exterminating American Indians doesn't fucking change that whatsoever. But you know what does make somebody a piece of shit? Working for Prager U, who is owned, funded, and uh, run as a propaganda arm of Ferris Wilkes, a hate preacher who teaches that homosexuality is the same thing as pedophilia and bestiality. Like you do, Steven Crowder. That's what makes a person evil, but uh, that's just my opinion. All right, that's all the Super Chats. Let's see, we have about your last chance to get in a Super Chat if you want to. I will read whatever question you have, so be sure you support the show if you can. And where the fuck is it, all right? Harry, it! I have so much to cover. I guess I'm gonna have to cover all this on the next show. I guess I'm gonna cut it at two hours and just cover the rest of this on, uh, on Friday's show. Holy shit, I got behind. That's what happens when I fucking take a day off. Get way fucking behind on shit. I um, guess we're going to shit on Joe Biden. Well, not quite. I guess we're not there yet. Holy shit, man. I got so much to cover. Um, I guess we're going to talk about Destiny a little bit. I hate to shit on Destiny too much because, like I say, I think I, I agree a lot on Destiny. I think he's a good debater and whatnot, and I've seen him do well and, and what and shit. But he pissed me off. And so, like, I can't like not call people out when they piss me off, even if I agree with them on stuff. And dude, like, this ain't fucking it, man. I already talked about this on the last show I did, but it's just making me mad. Like this person that he uh filed these DMCA, DMcas against uh the squirrel. I don't really know. This, I don't, the name starts with a Z. It's this girl, and uh, she does social commentary on Twitter. And some of it, I don't agree with. A lot of it, I do agree with it. A lot of it, she makes really good points, in my opinion. And she posts a lot of videos, the videos I've used on this show before. Um, and I and I I like using videos from Twitter like that because when I when I play them on a the show, it shows you who said it. And you can go look the person up, and you can watch the video um, after you watch my video. And you can see where it came from and whatnot. It's easy to track down. But all those videos that I showed in the past of her are now gone. She's had to remove all the videos because Destiny... Has decided to false flag, or I guess not, I don't know if you're gonna call it false flag, but flag the video she put up of him and uh, then his little butt boy fan base, who, man, he is attracting a lot of people that I would not wanna be associated with, I can tell you that much. A lot of fucking reactionary little dipshit children who think it's cool to go ahead and flag people to try to get them taken down, get them banned and shit. No, that is the exact type of people that I try hard to fucking purge from my fan base. I don't want you motherfuckers as fans, and I think he should. He's not setting a good example for them. So, I th- so basically, he had her flagged, and his little butt monkeys went out there and uh, tried to have her shut down and flagged and when I think somebody tried to hack her account. So I thought, you know, is he attacking everybody, or is he just attacking a few people that he gets butt hurt about for posting his videos, for posting clips from his show? So I thought, let's see if I can do it. Let's see if Destiny will come after me for posting this clip of him saying the n word in a heated gamer moment. Yes, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, so cool. Oh my God, he's so cool, isn't he? So did he come after me for this? Does he just come after everybody equally because they're violating his copyright? No, he sure did. Didn't come after me worth a damn. And I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame you for not coming after me, but... uh. Not very consistent, in my opinion. The only reason you went after the squirrel is because you were butthurt about the fucking things that they were saying. And it's weak, and it's fucking pathetic, and it shows, like, a lack of character, in my opinion. And here's him talking about it. He's him trying to play it off like, I wasn't butthurt. It didn't bother me at all. I was just trying to fuck with them. Usually like when people start like crazy like clipping shit and like harassing me online Like she's been doing it for like months on end I usually just start firing off DMCA's or these people are annoying me If they're just like because usually what she does is she just like takes my video and she reuploads it right onto Twitter And then she starts tweeting out like hippie shit I was like oh well fuck it I'll DMCA you Um, Usually it's to fuck with people like you know you can't really hide content like that from the internet But I know that like it pisses people off so I'm just fucking with people I'm so cool No dude see there's a, a long established Tradition and social media, and I do it all the fucking time. You take clips from people and and the shit they talk about, and you post it, and then you start a dialogue about it. And it's a good way for a debate to happen on Twitter. Not everybody has what it takes to get in front of the camera and do what I'm doing right now or speak live or whatnot. And so they use Twitter as a debate platform, and that's what the squirrel does. And the squirrel does a good job of it. And when you start doing shit like this, it's dirty as fuck, in my opinion. You know what? Even fucking Blair White doesn't do this shit. You know? He, I, I don't know of any other examples I can think of, except for Ellen, who tried to do it, of people who were trying to silence people and fuck with them by DMCAing their shit and having the debate around the shit they're saying silenced on Twitter. It's fucking cheesy as fuck, man. This is a bad precedent to start because I do this. They're gonna be coming after me next? You're gonna fucking be a coward about people commenting on the shit you say and trying to have them silence or move to, to fuck with them? But nobody believes, I don't believe that. We're the shit. I believe you're doing that because you're fucking butthurt. And I respect destiny in a lot of ways, but dude, please don't fucking start doing this. Please, this edgy, bullshit persona you've decided to build for yourself on Twitter just ain't it, dude. It just ain't it, man. It's a it's, it's bad, bad precedent to set, and you're... As someone who pr- pr- pretends, I guess you love debate, you do it a lot... You're trying to shut down debate on Twitter by doing this, and you're setting an example for your fans to go out and harass people, which they did after you fucking made this video, made your other video, saying you're trying to fuck with people. Your little butt buddies went out there, your butt boys went out there, and they're fucking harassing people, dude. They're trying to get normal, healthy debate shut down. And to me, this is fucking cowardly as fuck. This Even TJ doesn't do this to me. I post clips of TJ. TJ is brave enough. to t- Shoe on head, man. I posted a clip of Shoe on head calling black people monkeys. Even Shoe on head didn't do this. Shoe on head's got fucking more integrity than this. What the fuck, dude? This is so disappointing. And anyway, so I just shit on Stephen. So let me say something about Stephen that I agree with, because when he does something I agree with, I'll give him Props for that too. Why not? You know, like I said, I agree with him on most stuff, but and he's uh dunking on goddamn Dave Rubin. Holy shit. How could you have a worse fucking take on this? I don't know if you guys have seen the Joker movie or not, but if you have, you know how bad of a fucking take this is. Dave Rubin. Holy shit! That was an absolute incredible movie. Powerful, disturbing art. And of course, now I see why media was trying to destroy it before it came out. Total condemnation of the victim driven, nihilistic. Postmodern narrative, they're trying to force feed us. What in the fuck? This movie, Joker, has literally zero to do with any of this. Zero to do with victim culture or postmodern narrative. None of this. This is a dude just trying so hard to spread his narrative, to find anything that fits into his bullshit narrative that it's comical. Absolutely ridiculous. That movie was the opposite of what he's saying it is, and Destiny calls him out for it. What? It's literally the condemnation of the alienation we feel in society, partly due to capitalism. Notice the huge divide between the rich, the Waynes, and the poor. The people literally holding up a Wayne equals fascist signs. It's so fucking blunt, how can you even miss this? Exactly right. What the fuck, dude? It's about capitalist system and how disenfranchised the people on the bottom of it are and how the rich oligarchs top outrun everything and how, you know, it, it leaves a system where People that need mental health, people that are mentally ill, can't even get it because there's not enough money for it because all the money's been sucked out of the system by the super rich. That's exactly what the fuck's it about. But, you know, Dave Rubin. Leave it to Dave Rubin to have the worst takes of anybody in the history of mankind because that dude is a fucking clown in the highest fucking order. And uh, let's see what time it is. Oh, shit. All right. I got i do a couple more. Oh, man, I didn't get half my show done tonight. Ooh. So much to cover. God damn it. Definitely not a lack of material this week. This person found probably the worst character design book ever. And you want to talk about misogynist, misogynism in video games? You know, the fucking Gamergate. Everybody freaked out about it. Oh my god. They're trying to point out realistic, legitimate problems video games have. I dare they. And this book is such a shining example of what they're talking about. Female character design. Creating distinctive sexuality and beauty. The ultimate objective of female character design is to capture a feminine sexuality and beauty that appeals to humans' primitive consciousness. This is a golden rule in female character design. No matter how fashion evolves, female characters who are sexually and aesthetically attractive are always well-received. Beauties featuring distinctive characteristics are always eye-catching in the party, no matter if she is a hot chick or a romantic princess. And an angel or a luring showgirl, a slender maiden or a full-figured newlywed. Our definition of beauty has changed. So basically, women are there as objects, as sex objects to be admired and not really anything you should take seriously. That's exactly what all these people who were criticizing games, Anita Sarkeesian, that the one was doing it, they were right. They were just observing reality and commenting on it and the fucking chuds and the anti hcws is freaked out so hard it's hilarious go back and watch the videos they already freaked out about it. and see how rational and insane so much of the criticism that they were making about video games is but then here's the section on men and this is how you do men it's exactly the opposite illustrating masculine beauty is not about curves or rhythm rather it is concerned with highlighting masculinity through strong lines men are expected to be trusted with important tasks unlike women Women are there just to be objects, to be seen, not to do anything important. But men, men are the real important shit. Which has, determines that they have to look serious in the first place. A stony face, coupled with wide shoulders, is commonly used to illustrate men of confidence and strength. The swollen muscle underneath their skin are a touchstone for a designer's knowledge of human anatomy. So, yep. That's misogyny for you folks. That's exactly what they're talking about. That's exactly what they're talking about. How the patriarchy... Uh, forms how society views women and they are using games now which is a very important medium uh, very important form of art and this exact same misogynism is being portrayed in games just like it has in all our other media since you know the beginning of uh, the existence of these types of media so anyway definitely a great example of misogyny in the patriarchy in our gaming system and hilarious to boot and I uh, guess I'll do one more and then read the chats and then end the show. I don't know if you guys saw this one, but this is the definition of a fucking hero. This is like a scene out of a fucking movie over there in uh, Hong Kong, which I finally figured out. I didn't know in the first couple shows while they were protesting over there, but I've learned my lesson. I understand that it's because of China's influence in Hong Kong and whatnot. And uh, so They got these Chinese thugs out there trying to beat down and arrest the protesters, and the protesters ain't fucking having it. Look at this amazing dropkick. A movie-esque move done to free their friend. The dude's trying to get him. Boom! Look at that, motherfucker. Let's see that shit again. Here he comes. Let go, of my friend. Boom! Dropkick, bitch. Punch that motherfucker. Hell yeah. Get on him. Love to see that. Fight the power. Sometimes you do got to fight the power like that. Sometimes you do got to fight back. But, yep. Dropkick. Awesome. So I guess that's going to be all I cover for tonight, folks. God damn it. I have so much to cover in the next show. Maybe I'll do another show this week. Maybe I'll do a show Wednesday or something. I'm not really sure yet. So uh, women love when I objectify them. Okay, I'm sure some women do. Depends on what you look like. I doubt. I doubt the way you said that. For some reason, I doubt very seriously very many women want you to objectify them. Because usually that's the thing that's said by losers that uh, can't get a woman to save their life. The kind of guy that I showed before who was all fat and sweaty and had a yeast infection growing on his arm i don't know maybe not maybe you're some kind of adonis but or maybe you're just joking and i'm just being a dick to you for no reason possible the chinese comedy party is terrible agreed not a fan mortal kombat Louis king kick for the win hell yeah that was pretty fucking awesome so let me check the super chats any more super chats you're right about joe rogan he could do better yeah he's not living up to his responsibility and it's a shame to see he has the number one podcast in the world a giant fucking platform. He could do so much good with it, and he chooses not to, and it's really depressing to see. So, get calling him out until he does. That's really all we can do about it. Gotta hold these motherfuckers accountable. And, uh, you know, I try to hold myself accountable. Gotta hold other people accountable. That's just the way it needs to work. Social pressure. Um, alright. Well, that's it, folks. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'm sorry we didn't cover more. I will be back at least by Friday. I might do another show this week to cover the uh, material I did not cover already, but we'll see what happens the very least, I'll be back Friday for Filter Friday. Definitely fucking love you guys. Appreciate you joining me. If you want to help the show, patreon.com slash podcast. There is a link in the description of this video. Go look at the link in the description of this video. If you can afford a dollar or 2 $3, $5, whatever. Every little bit helps. It all adds up, folks. And I do a really good work with money. Now, we're saving up for that big 50 by 50 fence I'm going to have put in probably next week. Uh, if you guys can help out, would really very much appreciate it. I love you guys so much, and I will see you again Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Until then, as always, logic. Fuck yes. Good night, guys. Thanks a lot.